You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey everyone and welcome to Bodies by Design Radio. I am trainer Fred with my co-host Coach Donovan. Yes, we are on episode number 72 and we have an exciting topic to uh, cover with you guys and uh, it is about have you surprised yourself lately? And that's been a, uh, a subject that's been on my mind for the last couple of weeks as uh, I had a discussion with one of my clients about surprising herself because she was able to jump on the tire for the first time and she surprised herself so uh, so much that she was basically in tears and uh, some people may not think that that's a really big you know a, a big thing but it was a huge thing for her and it was a huge surprise for her and it really triggered something in my head to where I wanted to ask myself not only hey have I surprised myself lately but are the people around me just kind of in a rut and not doing something that's extraordinary that can surprise them? And are they just going through the same motions on a regular basis? Yeah, man, it's a really powerful subject. And um, I think when I think back through my life, there was a part of my life where I wasn't surprising myself. I was just in this rut, kind of just existing every day and doing all the things that were kind of just routine and because they had to be done, you know what I mean? And uh, bills had to be paid and just there was nothing exciting going on until, you know, I, you, you and I went on an experience in what, 2015. Yeah. And it kind of reignited this fact that, man, put things out in front of you that give you a little bit of fire and, and challenge you and scare you a little bit and, and make you question, like, can you actually do this? And then you do it anyway. And so I'm excited to be talking about this also because we've had a journey through surprising ourselves. We've seen thousands of people that we've coached surprise themselves yeah. and there really is something to it. So I'm excited to dive in. Yeah, I think one of the biggest mistakes we make as adults is we stop surprising ourselves like kids do. Like I have a, I have the privilege of watching my kids grow up and they constantly are surprising themselves. Uh, I use my daughter as an example. She's a gymnast, and she is really upset one week about not being able to create, you know, not making a certain move or landing a certain um, um, routine that she has in gymnastics. But then the following week, she comes back excited, running to the car, telling me that, hey, I got that diff- I got that real difficult move today, and I was able to conquer it, and I'm moving to the next one. And she doesn't realize what she's really doing, but she's actually surprising herself. She's failing multiple times until she actually gets to that point because she hasn't been beaten up by life like most adults have, right? It's like we get so beat up by the fact that we may not be doing the right thing that we just stop. We just said, you know what? I'm tired of failing. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to do what's really comfortable. And what's comfortable could be just going to a nine to five job, coming home, doing the same old routine. Like you said, painting the bills, watching TV. And just basically kind of just getting into this rut. And um, and it is really, really important for us to have that childlike mentality and go back and basically start surprising ourselves again. What are some things that you really want to do that you're putting on the shelf that you think that you need to be doing? Uh, is, you know, is, is it losing that weight? Is it running that, that half marathon or marathon? Or is it trying a new 
um, you know, trying a new skill that you never had before. And uh, I know, Donovan, we'll start with you uh, as far as surprising yourself. Uh, I know that you've really kind of challenged your fitness, and we've always been in sports and athletics, and we've always challenged ourselves, and we've always pushed ourselves. But uh, what are some recent things that you have done that have really kind of surprised you as far as you've put it out there, you may or may not th- thought of that you could make it happen, but you did it anyways. Uh, yeah, the first one really, I'll kind of go back to the beginning of this journey, right? Like 2015, I decided I want to get into a fitness competition and got into a fitness competition and hadn't challenged myself since playing football in high school. So at that point, it had probably been 20 years, right? Mm. And I decided, all right. This is something I've been missing in my life, a really good challenge. Let me just do something that scares me, sign up for it, pay the money, put it on the calendar, tell my people I'm going to do it. Now I'm committed and uh, was able to win first place in that fitness competition. And that was in 2015. uh, And the fire has been lit since then. So uh, I'll get to some more recent things. Maybe we'll share one at a time. But that was that was the start of it in 2015. Mm -hmm. Um, So that that's the first one. what about you? I know, you know, you've had a journey of surprises also. So if you think back a little bit, when did you start realizing that you're surprising yourself in your adult years? You know, I, I played high school and college football, so that was pretty amazing. And when I came out of college and stopped playing, I really was looking for something and I didn't find it for a while. And I actually went through a pretty deep depression because I lost my sport I lost my teammates I lost my friends that I was with so it was a really difficult situation as far as that goes because I was in a very competitive nature and then all of a sudden it just stopped so the first thing that really kind of I gravitated towards when I came out of college was doing those uh, physique competitions because I saw these these competitions to where they weren't like bodybuilding competitions but I was like you know I could definitely do this if I put my mind to it and I've always wanted to look that way i wanted to be able to step on stage i wanted to be able to look extremely lean to a point to where you could really go and and challenge your uh, challenge your fitness to see how how far can you push your body and uh i remember stepping on stage for the first time it it actually happened to be at pflugerville high school auditorium center and i remember you were there too and you know I, I may have looked calm on the stage, but man, my hands were shaking, my lips were shaking, my whole body was. I mean, it's because basically you're just standing there in front of thousands of people and basically getting critiqued by the judges on what your physique looks like. And that was an amazing experience because you would have asked me five, five years before that, would I have ever done something like that? And I would have done it. I would not have done it. And uh, that really surprised the hell out of me that I was able to just step up there, be completely vulnerable and stand up there. And that was pretty amazing because out of 60 uh, uh, contenders, I made the top five for the first first time ever stepping on stage. And then I -hmm. I realized, okay, you're capable of way, way more than what you're putting out and use the skills that you've created like in high school and in college through – playing those high level sports and take that motivation and take that that uh, that discipline and commitment and just apply it to new things consistently as you go forward so that was my first surprise yeah that's a big one and to share a little bit with people too like there's there's several sides to this that you have to understand when you say okay i'm going to do something i'm gonna do this thing i've been thinking about 
one of the greatest things you can possibly ever do is to understand as much as possible the challenges that are going to be along the way. Because just because you're excited about it doesn't mean it's going to be smooth sailing, right? There's some, yeah. there's some challenges, right? And I know you've done several of the, the physique competitions and you know, there's a couple of times, I think twice or once, at least I had to take you to the hospital, right? Because the challenge is you're depleting yourself to a point to where you can look as ripped as possible, but you also want your muscles to be full. So you're trying to ride this fine line and it's, it's something new to learn. And you, you know, a, a lot of people who go through that can actually get sick and go through dehydration. And, um, but in the end, there's this, there's this feeling of, ah, I did that. And man, I learned a lot also. Yeah. And I went through that same thing as I started the fitness competitions. It was like, how much do I really need to train for these things? Um, because the training is the hardest part because I'm going hard because I want to be so prepared. And then I get to the point where, you know, you get to the competition and you realize, oh, there's some details that I missed. Right. There's some things I wasn't focused on. I see some some of these other people doing some things that I didn't think about. So there is challenges along the way, but that doesn't make it any less fulfilling. It actually makes it more fulfilling when you get to the end and you can say, yeah. ah, I did that. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Is that the way you experience it? Yeah. And that's it's interesting about that uh, going to that emergency room that one night was that my daughter had given me a stomach bug like two days before and it didn't manifest itself until the day of the competition. Mm. So I was completely... You know, I was as lean as I possibly could be. And and if you get sick and you're that lean, it's pretty dangerous because yeah. your body doesn't have any like you, you're 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 depleted, you're dehydrated. So but again, I learned a great lesson from it. Right. And the preparation to get to that point was so, so incredibly difficult as far as the dieting, the lifting. So you find out new things about yourself when you go through these processes mm. and um and but the, the key to it is is just don't stop like i'm not going to ever do a physique competition again i did five or six of them and i really enjoyed the whole process and it was really good it taught me about uh dieting properly it taught me about what it takes to get to that level of leanness what sacrifices do i have to make and now that you know i've done them i'm i was ready to kind of move on to the next thing and uh it was the next thing for us was when we teamed up and we went into um, the uh, the team Festivus competition in 2017. And that was a pretty significant deal because we had done stuff, but we hadn't done it together. So we had teamed up again for the first time since high school. And yeah. uh, that was an abs- that was an epic, epic battle in Waco that, that day. There was some really, really uh, stiff competition that, that came out of that. And I remember towards the end of it, um, there was this deadlift ladder that built up all the way up to 385 pounds, and you know it's that's pretty. It was a pretty uh, pretty intense situation because we had to get up to it, and uh, we had already done like 30 deadlifts by the time we got to it. And in order to basically top the team that was chasing our tail, we needed to get a certain amount of reps. And you got as many reps as you could, and I got as many reps as we could, and we kind of looked at each other and we beat that team by one rep. And it was it was pretty pretty amazing to win that event because, again, we weren't planning on doing that many reps, but the environment and the training that we had put in had basically got our bodies ready to be able to do that type of lifting and be able to win that kind of event. So that was that was pretty uh, that was pretty amazing. But some recent things that are happening right now with us 
is that uh, Donovan is uh, I've watched him go through a very very difficult uh, uh, competition called the High Rocks. So tell us a little about about the High Rocks because I know damn you know damn sure that that was a surprise for you to be able to be able to finish that. Yeah, definitely. So I had done several years of festivus competitions which are more like crossfit style competitions a lot of weightlifting and stuff going on uh definitely high level fitness stuff and i was like all right i'm ready to change it up a little bit and so i went into i uh, found this competition called high rocks high rocks is basically a running event and it's got eight workout stations along the way and these are true fitness stations so you're pushing sleds you're pulling sleds you're doing sandbag lunges you're doing farmer's walks with with uh kettlebells uh, you're doing rower, you're doing ski erg. So legitimate fitness exercises uh, in between your runs. So you do 0.62 mile run and then you stop at an exercise station and then you go run 0.62 miles again, do the next exercise station. So you do this eight times and the goal is to get it done as fast as you can. So the way this works, and I found out real quick as soon as I started training for this, is you get to a maximum heart rate real quick. And you keep that heart rate the entire time. And so the name of the game is how fast can you finish this workout and how uncomfortable are you willing to be? And that's the part of the test I loved the most. And again, during the training leading up to it, this was the hardest part because um, the way I set myself up was I want to be in the biggest deficit possible when it comes to my training. So I trained by myself. I uh, tried to train when nobody was around so that it was just me, my thoughts and my ability and try to grow from that. That way, when I got to the competition and I have all these people around me and all this energy of the, the environment, it's going to accelerate me even more. And that's exactly the way I felt. So did the hard training leading up to it for about 12 weeks. I uh, got to that first high rocks. The environment was electric. Uh, all my people were there to support me. Fred was there. Um, lots of people there to support. And it was, a, it was a great atmosphere. It took me an hour and 35 minutes, I think, or 32 minutes. And I even I had a five minute penalty because on the first round, uh, I lost my focus and only ran two laps when I was supposed to run three. So that's yeah. a big part of it, being able to focus while you're doing all this stuff and you got people running around you and so it had uh, uh, its own set of challenges and victories built in. And I, I left that competition again, very excited that I was able to challenge myself to that level at the age that I am and still able to do it. And uh, so it was enough to where, hey, you know what, I'll sign up for another one. So I'm doing another one and I'm teamed up with my queen, Anna, doing that in uh, uh, this month, November 18th. We're doing another one. That's going to be awesome because that's going to be the first time you guys have teamed up in a while because I know you've teamed up in some other competitions in the past. Yeah, no doubt. Um, the experience through all of this has been amazing. So let's talk about this new competition that uh, you and Dr. Morgan just did together. Tell us about that. Yes. So we decided that um, we were going to do the Festivus competition this uh, this October. And uh, Dr. Morgan had not done this type of a competition before, even though she was a collegiate athlete and she was very competitive in the past and she's ran marathons and she got really excited about this idea. So I said, you know what, let's just let's just do it together. And uh, we started training. So we started August 20th, which put us out 12 weeks from the competition. 
and uh, it was definitely challenging. Definitely challenging. It was uh, it was uh, requiring to do certain moves that I haven't done in a long time, and uh, had to relearn and uh, do some stuff that um, that it's just I hadn't programmed into my regular programming. And uh, I was excited about it because those were some of the lifts that I was really good at when I was in college, like deadlifts, hang cleans, front squats, those things. Then that event was pretty, pretty amazing. And, uh, and honestly, since not doing it for 20 years, I didn't know where I was strength-wise. So I kind of started playing with some light weights and started moving up. And uh, long story short, we uh, the max weight that was allowed for... Uh, the the mixed teams to do in that division for males were 250 so i just set a goal i said i want to get 250 and if you have a there's no way i thought there's problems. no way i thought i was going to get 250 thinking about it the first week because i think i got like 135 and it was so heavy i was like oh my god but i said you know what i'm just going to do what i know so i went back into the training got into it and um and uh, and and it was successful. We knocked it out. Knocked it out 250 at the competition, and it was it, it came pretty easy too. It looked easy to the people that were watching it, but they have no idea the journey that it took to get to that point. And mm. the, the cardiovascular conditioning, and the fact that you have to be uh, uh, harmonious in certain moves, and it was just mm-hmm. so it was so good. And I know her and I went really hard. We we were going really fast. We we had a nice rhythm going. We were doing really well. And uh, we got first place in that competition. But to our surprise, again, to our major surprise, was the fact that when the global scores came out, we got placed first globally out of 420 teams. So we beat 419 teams that completed globally. And when I tell you that was one of the biggest surprises I've had probably in my life, uh, I'm not kidding you. And there was a there was a there were so many cool things that happened because of that surprise as well too my kids were there for the first time together to watch me compete and it was so satisfying to have them watch me push myself to the max because those are the things they're just watching they're just going to emulate the, the things that they see when they're young in the future and i'm hoping that they can emulate pushing themselves to the max and taking care of themselves and and, and constantly surprising themselves and I had this conversation with them. My wife was there. We had a we have a had a gang load of people from the gym that showed up and it was really, really amazing uh um to have their support there too. And it was just an overall such a beautiful experience and one thing that has really kind of just been a chip on my shoulder is that a lot of times that I've competed in the past and continuously I kept on getting second place. I would get second place, second place, second place, second place. I just could not break this cycle. And this was, again, such a great surprise, not only to break the cycle of getting second place and actually getting back into that first place uh, podium, but um, it was just so satisfying to have all of those factors around me as well. So just because I was working hard and wanted to get into a competition, it has so many different branches and it has so many different tentacles that it can reach and inspire and motivate people around us. And um, that's what's been so, so exciting. And the reason we're telling you these stories is not to brag about all the cool things that we've done. It's just telling you that, hey, even if you think you got it together, even if you think you're doing well, you can still surprise yourself. You can still go do something that you didn't think you could do, accomplish it. And then what does that do? That creates confidence. That creates creates self-awareness. That creates uh, open 
mindedness about the things that are in your life to where you just got to say, I'm not just going to sit here stagnant and do the same thing over and over and over again. And what happens when you're bored? You go do dumb stuff. You go drink. You go basically, uh, you let your body go. You let your relationships go. A lot of things can happen. So through this, you can actually build new relationships. You can build not only your relationship with yourself, but the people around you as well, too. Yeah, it's huge, man. And again, congratulations on that to be first place globally in a competition. Yes, sir. Thank that is, you. Yeah, it's, it's a worldwide competition. So uh, that's big. Um, so, yeah, you know, the I guess the last thing I will kind of talk about is this latest venture I'm on. Um, and that's with Muay Thai. And. Again, I've done fitness and I've done the, you know, weightlifting for a lot of years, you know, I'm kind of a bigger, muscular guy. So I walk around anywhere between 210 and 220 most of the time as far as my weight. Um, and when I started Muay Thai at, at the beginning of the year, my theme of, for the year was to become more decisive, disciplined and dangerous. And I want to be more dangerous because I think about my family, my friends, and when we're ever out in a group setting or together, like I want to be able to take care of us and myself should there ever be a situation where physical combat is needed or, you know, uh, anything like that. And so I just want to feel capable and confident. So I had done some fighting and stuff in the past as far as like tough man competition and some some kind of disorganized boxing. And I loved it but never took it very far. So this year, January, I decided to uh, give my energy to Muay Thai, have fallen in love with the art of this martial art and realized really quickly that I was going to have to change a few things about how I was training because Muay Thai requires a lot of hip mobility, uh, being able to snap the hips for these kicks and being able to get your kicks to a certain height and uh, so that's been a struggle. My hips have been sore for 10 months straight. And yeah. what I've learned, what I've learned is um, when you get into a situation where you have to change, there's an identity that's attached to it. And so I loved being the big, strong guy and feeling that way and looking that way. And um, I, I felt like that identity was going to take a hit. So I had to do a lot of personal work on that. Right. Which is also valuable. Um, and so I surprised myself through that personal work to get to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm ready. So made the changes where I wasn't lifting as many weights, definitely did a lot more mobility. Most of the times I do at least an hour of mobility every day because it's that important for what I'm doing. And um, was able to, after 10 months, achieve my level two in Muay Thai, which is a big deal because... Yeah. You know, they don't just hand that stuff out like candy. You have to earn that through certain actions, consistency and uh, skill uh, attainment. And um, I've been able to do that. And there's lots of little details. I had to go back to being a student and just absorbing and, and learning from my coaches. And so I've surprised myself through that when they said my name that during the promotion. I'm like, what? This is right. I was just here doing the work, you know, mm. and um uh, that's been my latest surprise and that's it's really an accomplishment that I feel deeply about because it's it's that achievement of being able to know that I can take care of my family or friends should we ever be in a situation where 
I need to be dangerous in order to take care of my people. And uh, that feels good. So that's that's my latest. And uh, I just want to bring up one more thing real quick. And then uh, I know you have one more you want to share. I have a client named Lori Singer. And when I first met her 17, 18 years ago, shoot, no, I met her over 20 years ago. We started training together over 17 years ago out on a tennis court or a basketball court. And her knees barely worked, right? Her doctor told her not to be doing certain things with her knees and whatever. We changed all that. She can do everything now. But uh, there was, what, five years ago or so, maybe four years ago, we got these air runners in the gym, which is a very ergonomic type treadmill looking machine that doesn't have an engine on it. But what we figured out was that it's beautiful for the joints, for people Mm -hmm. who need lower impact. Yeah. And she surprised herself the first time she got on that air runner and was able to get herself into a jog. And again, it became a very emotional moment where, you know, she hadn't run for 20, 25 years because of the way her knees were. But through the training we had done, she had strengthened up her knees. And then we got this air runner and she was able to get on it and run. And to this day, she runs at least once a week, you know, very slow pace at, you know, what she's able to do. But it's it's this surprise that she had when she first experienced that. And we could go on and on about stories of clients in our facility, but that's one that comes to mind. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I know you remember that moment. and I know you have uh, some of those moments with your clients also. Yeah, I think we um, we've had so many of them, but I've never thought about it in the context of surprising yourself, right? It's like you get a weight, you pick up a weight that you didn't think you could pick up. You get mm-hmm. on the treadmill and run like you didn't think you could. It, it's just so fun. It's just so fun to surprise yourself, and and yes. I forgot about how fun that was. And now I'm like, now I'm just challenging myself with all kinds of weird stuff, with like learning new stuff. Like you know what? One of the things that I've actually challenged myself with is backing up a trailer. I'm not even kidding. A lot of people have that skill, right? I didn't have that skill. So I'm actually practicing it now because I'm like, it's going to come in handy one day. I may need to back up a trailer one day. For sure. Because, yeah, so, I mean, just a little, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be just about fitness, right? And my last question to everyone that's listening to this, when was the last time you surprised yourself? Mm-hmm. When was the last time you decided you were going to do something and actually stuck to it and saw it through and didn't care about the negative feedback or whatever? One thing that I heard recently, and it's just so profound, is that a lot of people that are around you want you to do better as long as it's not better than them. Mm -hmm. Listen to that one more time. A lot of people that are in your circle will encourage you to do better as long as you don't do better than them because they can turn on you very quick like they'll push you they're like yeah man go start that business yeah go do that but then like you see them six months later you're like man we haven't seen you in a long time you're like you were pushing me to go start a business it's taking up my time but now they're like oh the big boss man is around Uh, you know it's like didn't y'all push me to go do this right like during the competition so it's like you go do the thing that you're doing, you get a certain place, but a lot of people that were pushing you don't even congratulate you or don't even come around and say anything to you. But that's okay, because guess what? You did better than them, and they don't like it. Mm-hmm. So you have to surround yourself around people that truly want the best for you. And guess who that one person should be that really wants the best for you? It should be you. 
and you shouldn't give a damn about what anybody says or anybody thinks or anybody encourages or discourages. Keep surprising yourself. Put little goals out there and say, hey, I haven't ran a 5K before. I'm going to run a 5K. I haven't run a half marathon before. I'm going to run a half marathon. I've never done this before. And the prime example of that, and we'll close with this, is the other team that competed with us, which was Maria and Kelly. Neither one of them had done anything competitive, and their journey into fitness has been very different. And uh, they got to a point to where it's like they got themselves in a condition to where they could compete, and they did an amazing job for their first time. So, and that's going to open up, yeah, that's going to open up a new door for them to surprise themselves even more because did they think they could do this six months ago, a year ago, 12, you know, uh, two years ago? The answer to all of that is no. But guess what? They did it. They went through it. They surprised themselves. And now they have an opportunity to continue that as we go forward. So the question that we leave you with today is, have you surprised yourself lately? If you have not surprised yourself lately and if you're in a rut, put some stuff down on paper and go after it. No doubt. We hope this podcast resonates with you. Hope it encourages you to go, uh, you know, embrace life and, and approach it with a playful curiosity and just see what you can find out. Discovery path. Um, there's somebody in your life who could use this message, right? Not only you, but some people in your life, you know, could uh, they have things they want to do that they just need the permission to go forth and to surprise themselves. So please share this along. Uh, click the like button wherever you're listening to this. Leave a review. Uh, all those things. We appreciate your time and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace out. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.